welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 725, recorded live on May 14th, 2022, and here are your hosts, the man who has a pretty good idea of what this intro is going to be about, Dave Pillay. The can on the left. And the man who has once again gotten his hands on an exclusive Mountain Dew flavor, Andy Lowe. Hi. It's not in a well, can, it's a, it's a 20 ouncer. It's a 20 ouncer. Okay. Yes. So, with just one or, or multiple or what? Uh, well, this is a Circle K flavor called Purple Thunder. Mm-hmm. Dew with a blast of berry plum. <laughs> Oh, this is the first time you've opened it. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Andy, but what if it's awful? <laughs> if it's awful, I have two 20 ounces of Maui Burst in the fridge. Okay. okay and he takes a sip, folks. That's that's technically plum, but man, does it smell like grape. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that wasn't even you taking a sip. That was just wafting the smell. <clears throat> Hmm. It's very subtle. It's not a lot there. But yeah, no, it's it's got more of a grape smell to it than plum. It's okay. It's a very light flavor, so. Well, there we go. Another one on the list. Do you have a list somewhere? Like a checklist? No, but I probably should. Hold on. Let's just, there's got to be a Wikipedia page, right? We looked this up like <laughs> two episodes ago, Andy. Yes, there's a Wikipedia page for exclusive Mountain Dew flavors. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There is one here on the list I have not tried. Uh, no, two. I haven't Are tried. There, Three, here's the more important question, four. I think. Are there any that you've tried that aren't on the list? Um, there are some that I've tried that are now on the discontinued list. Okay. Yeah, some of these I remember trying way back when that are no longer around. But there, there is, there is one. There is one on the list here that is technically not an exclusive flavor. Well, then why is it on the list? Uh, uh released in 2017 exclusively at Sol- Select convenience stores and college campuses. Okay, that sounds exclusive, Andy. That does sound exclusive. I don't know why it's not on the exclusive part of this list of Mountain Dew flavors. What part of the list is it on if it's not exclusive? It's just on the current flavors list, oh. like the, the the main flavors list. I'm like, that's, that's not right. Well, nice thing about Wikipedia, Andy. I could edit it if I really wanted to get into that. You could go and edit that. Last time I tried editing something on um, Wikipedia, I got yelled at by one of the moderators. Yeah. Uh, because I was posting Olympic curling scores before, I guess, there we were allowed to. <laughs> because of spoilers, there's a blackout? I guess so. They're like, did you read the 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 um, the code? Because I guess there was a a comment section in the code that says, "Do not fill these out. You know, don't fill this section out until the game is over." And I'm like, "No, I didn't read your one single line of comment in this huge page, sprawling page, sprawling page of literally probably a hundred tables because mm-hmm. this was all the curling matches for the Olympics." And so I'm just like, "That you're sure, fine, whatever you." guys do your thing you're like oh sorry didn't didn't realize my yep. bad and then walk away yep just said my bad won't do it again my b okay. that's that's my b yep sorry that's hilarious sorry <laughs> yeah i know i'm sitting there going like really there's we're not allowed to post games in progress. progress we have to wait for the game to finish up before we are allowed to actually post the scores I mean, makes sense, doesn't it? Why? Somehow we're going to go back in time and somehow change no, the outcome like, of... you spoil it for someone. Or maybe they just want to reduce the number of edits. Probably just want to reduce the number of edits. And just say, you know what? When it it's done, then it's done. And until then, don't post anything. I actually was looking at previous edits on... Um, for Isaac. Yeah? Because he was like, what, are the, what were the tallest buildings in 2019? You're like, well, if we go look at Wikipedia in 2019. Yeah, so I, you know, I originally searched for, you know, tallest buildings in 2019, which yeah, not really, you know, they give me the current list of tallest buildings, but that's not the tallest buildings in 2019. So then I'm like, all right, let's go to the Wikipedia page and scroll back. So you need to find a, a slowly changing dimension of Wikipedia that is the, the database term to look at what Wikipedia looked like in 2019. 
Yes, but every time somebody edits a page, a cache of it is stored. Oh, I'm I'm well aware. So I just found uh, uh, somebody had done an edit in like February of 2019, and I'm or no October because we wanted to make sure we got most of you know the, yeah, 2019. the end of the year, right? Yeah, you end are, of the year. Are. And I you know I found a, a thing there, and I'm like, okay, here's what the page looked like in 2019, and he's just happy as a clam scrolling through. Yep, I apologize. My dog is being a whiny brat, and I don't know why. I'm going to guess he needs to go outside. One second. All right. Well, that was quick. Doesn't take long. Nope, I remember that. I had a dog. Yeah. Sometimes Sunday. sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes they're just in and out. Well, they're out and then in. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> mm. So, hi, Andy. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's uh... where we apparently talk about Mountain Dew and Wikipedia. <laughs> that, that actually seems pretty on brand for us here at RA Podcast. Yes, for those of you who are playing the at-home game, every time we talk about food, feel free to uh, take a drink. Oh, uh, see, I always think of it more like bingo than a drinking game. It's it's in this episode, did Andy and Dave talk about X, right? Like, did we talk about Elon Musk? Did we talk about... Uh, so, what we need to do is come up with 24 things, podcast things, and we could actually put that on a bingo card and we could do like a bingo bingo card generator and you actually could have a actual RA podcast bingo game going on during an episode. I mean, we'd need to have it evolve over time, right? It would have to look different for like different seasons of RA podcast. (laughs) Seasons of RA podcast. Well, because things changed, right? Like we, if you go back Two years, three years, we didn't talk about SpaceX nearly as much. Nope, that's true. Because they just weren't a thing. No, now they are literally the thing. Half our topics. Well, it's because Starliner and SLS suck. Yeah. And, you know, like, yeah, I'd say there are seasons of RA Podcast. The Mountain Dew thing is also relatively new. That is true, yes. It has been brought up onto the podcast very recently. (laughs) I'm, I'm not sure Kate likes this flavor. Of Mountain Dew? Yeah, Kate does not like this flavor of Mountain Dew. God, now that smell of popcorn, though, now is like, oh, popcorn. Why do you have a smell of popcorn, Andy? Because Kate made popcorn. Ah. And she walked by to try my Mountain Dew, and of course she had a big bowl of popcorn. <laughs> Freshly popped popcorn. How is this is an important question. How do you prepare your popcorn? Uh, when I used to prepare it, it was the uh, the air popper and then a uh, tablespoon of um, salted butter melted and drizzled on top. So I always run into the problem when I, I take air popped popcorn and try and butter it, um, which is that like the first 20 kernels of popcorn at the very top get coated in butter and then nothing else does. Yes, that's that's always the problem. Now, Laura has a way around this, which is to use, like, three tablespoons of butter. <laughs> and then tosses it. If you, if you do that, if you do a, a lot more butter and you pour it, like, down the side and then you toss it, uh, that, that gets a more even coating. The things I've actually, I used to do when I was um, going to the movies by myself was actually hot sauce on the popcorn rather than extra butter. That sounds pretty good, actually. I know. Did you get it from the movie theater, or did you just, like, bring in a bottle of Tabasco? No, um, the the Celebration Cinema movie theater here has one of those, it's like an attached restaurant where you can order, like, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and pizza and onion rings and, you know, actual, like, food. For some definitions of actual food, but yes. Yes, but, but, you know, more than just nachos and popcorn. Yeah. Right, you can get like you can get actual you know. stuff you would expect to see like at a, a diner. Yes, um, they have that, and so they had like uh, they had like a hot dog condiment station. So they had ketchups and mustards and, and relishes, sauce. and they had a hot sauce there. And I'm like, well, shoot. I mean, what? you know what I used to when I was a kid. My popcorn was. By the way, this is the the bingo for today, right? Like um, discussing discussing food. Discussing food, reminiscing about childhood. Uh, we would make air pop popcorn, a little bit of butter, and Mrs. Dash. Oh yeah, and it was it was actually pretty friggin' delicious. 
It yeah, is a that very was that was savory was, umami flavor. Yeah, um, when I was at the when I was a summer camp counselor at Stony Lake right mm-hmm. after um, high school, like I literally graduated and then the next day had to go up to start working on summer camp. Mm-hmm. Um, after a while, the the meals kind of get repetitive because you're eating, you know, like the same thing. And then every week we would do uh, hobo dinners. Which, okay. You know, that that's okay. You know, like, you know, ground beef, potatoes, hobo carrots. Hobo dinners? Hobo, hobo dinners. Is there perhaps a less, like, discriminatory name for the food? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I try to think of what, what you would... What is a hobo dinner, Andy? You would take... <laughs> Aluminum foil, right? Yeah, yeah. And you would put potatoes, carrots, onion, um, frozen hamburger patty broken up. Okay. And you would basically just throw it on the coals. Okay. And what then, about this makes you think of it as a hobo dinner? That's that's how I was always told what it was. Even okay. in the, you know, Boy Scouts, we called them hobo dinners. At the summer camp, we called them hobo dinners. And it is our responsibility to think about the things that we have been taught. I know. And I'm trying to think of, any, you know, like a, a foil dinner, maybe? Yeah, campfire dinner, tinfoil dinner. Tin fo- tinfoil dinner, yes, that's probably... Even though it's see. aluminum foil, not tinfoil. <laughs> tinfoil dinner. You could call see. it a Reynolds dinner, if you want. Oh my gosh, okay. Or the Reynolds special. I don't know. Okay, so we, I was at... Um, we, we do a lot of chicken nuggets, popcorn shrimp, tater tots, a lot of oven-baked fried foods right now, right? Okay. Sorry to go off on a tangent on a tangent on a tangent, but hey, welcome to the RA Podcast. that's what we do. Random is literally in our name. Um, And so... Uh, we've been using a lot of aluminum foil, so we don't have to keep cleaning all of the um, cookie sheets and baking sheets and everything. Right. And I got this non-stick aluminum foil from from Reynolds, and yeah. I I feel like anything this non-stick has got to be bad for me. <laughs> like it's got to be toxic. There's something that's got to be wrong about this because this thing just I took. <laughs> I, I get uh I get some Domino's. We get Domino's once a week after we go shopping, and I've been getting um their uh some of their specialty chicken boneless chicken bites. Mm-hmm. And I just plop that thing down on the on the tin foil, and I reheat it in the toaster oven. And I can just after you know we got like cheese and a whole bunch of other sticky sauces and everything on there, and I, that, that whole thing just slides right off. I'm like, I don't, I there's what what crazy voodoo is this? Science? Yeah, no, it's they material science. They're, they're, yeah, it's the um the coating is the stuff that you've did you ever see the thing where they had like the ketchup bottle and they were like swirling the ketchup around inside the bottle like it was water. Because <laughs> they've they've like gotten it. they've gotten this like coating down hmm. that's entirely food safe, entirely you know not not you know asbestos or Teflon or anything like that, and they they put it on the, the aluminum foil, and that stuff is just you, slick. you do realize asbestos is the opposite of nonstick, right? Yes, I, you're right. I was trying to go for Teflon. You know, it's yeah, you got there eventually, but yes. just I'm just pointing out asbestos. The whole point of it is that it's non like it is sticky. Yeah, it is. It is definitively sticky. But man, that 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 nonstick foil right now is just like wow. That good, huh? Yeah. No, if if you have a chance, get you just get a small package. If you're ever doing anything, like I could probably throw some salmon on there and just have it just slide right off. No oil, just the thing. Just yeah, no oil. I've never uh, no oil, no no cooking spray, no nothing. Wow. All right, yeah. I gotta check this stuff out. Yeah, I know. No, that's what I like. The, I'm I'm looking at it going, this cannot be. <laughs> I'm sitting here at the like, table like this, Googling. This is going like, to be one of those things where in like 30 years, they're like, can you believe they put this on things they would make with food? That's what that's what I was literally one dinner. I'm just sitting there like Googling like, you know, Reynolds nonstick aluminum foil, like health concerns. And there was just nothing was popping up. And I'm like, OK, I guess, you know, and then I had to start doing some research into the actual <clears throat> manufacturing process of it. Yeah, no, it's it, I don't even remember where we were coming from with that other than tinfoil dinners. But tinfoil, uh, well, that's where it was from. I, I called them like uh, Reynolds packets or something. Yes, like that, or, Reynolds. Yeah, there's got to be a catchy, like, RR thing. Reynolds reheatables. I don't know. But um, the secret we always had when doing these tinfoil dinners at the summer camp was we had um, basically secret spices. 
available. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them was Mrs. Dash. But um it's damn tasty. I know. But but we didn't want to call it Mrs. Dash because there are, you know, other people, oh you have Mrs. Dash. Can I put some on mine? Um we just had so like what did you call it? We called it uh the latest Johnny Cash. Interesting. So we you know we would be asked because somebody would have it on them. And so yeah. we we ask the other counselors like, okay, who's got the who's got the John the, the who's got the Johnny Cash? You know, where have you you know who's who's borrowing Johnny Cash right now? <laughs> you know. And there was a butter one too. I forgot what the name of the butter one was. There was but yeah, there was it was all like the spices so we could actually, you know, have ours taste good and not just have generic pepper and salt. Hey, don't knock generic pepper and salt until you try and cook without it. Oh, oh, I I grew up without <laughs> without much spices at my house. I, what? I, Your parents didn't I, like spices? No. Well, it's weird though. My dad actually did like spices, but you know, it was it was never part of the family meals. <laughs> I, it's so weird. But hey, whatever. I'm I'm in the spices now. So I mean, yeah, yeah. spices are still expensive. Amazingly, yes, yes, they are. I gotta find a use for the vanilla bean that's in my pantry. Could you um, could you soak it in something and get vanilla bean extract out of it, or no? I mean, I could. I could also make like a vanilla ice cream or a vanilla custard. Yeah, we had uh, we had frozen custard today for a snack. Ooh. Yeah, we uh, we went out, got some more uh, patio chairs because mm-hmm. it turns out the patio chairs that we got from my grandparents' house are starting to break and crack in various places. So we got some more um, cheap plastic Anirondack chairs. Nice. And the, the way to convince the kids to come out with us was, should we get Go ice get cream ice afterwards? Cream afterwards. Yep. And I gave Isaac the choice. I'm like, okay, normally when we go to Dairy Queen, he either gets like, you know, vanilla or chocolate. I'm like, <clears> or we could go to this other place, which is actually uh, frozen custard, but we could try some new flavors. And he got the uh, the worms and dirt sundae. Aww. I know. And he, That's he, adorable. I, so, supposedly he had never had gummy worms before this. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, how did we fail his parents? <laughs> Like you, we, you know, he gets gummy bears for every time he helps us empty the dishwasher. But yeah, but not, not gummy worms. Not gummy worms. No. <laughs> See, now in his little brain, he's going like, "Wait a minute! They make gummy other animals." <laughs> Can I get like a gummy cat? I'll just get him Swedish fish, and then he'll that, that will just end that right there. What's this wrong with is Swedish the other because Swedish fish are just not good gummy animals. I like Swedish fish, not not really. Like <laughs> I tolerate Swedish fish. Let's be honest. I don't think anyone likes them. Yeah, no, I. It's like Swedish fish and circus peanuts. Circus peanuts. I have no idea how those are still popular. Like, why are they still made? Why nostalgia. do they exist? I'm thinking it's just nostalgia. From who? I don't know. Why do they still make licorice? Like, black, black licorice? licorice? Or, yes. Okay. There are people who like black licorice. There are probably also people who like circus peanuts. There are. My sister-in-law actually likes the circus peanuts. So I'm told. Just gross. They're all gross. You know what's good? Sour Patch Kids. In in small amounts. After a while, that uh, that sour salt. I don't know. What you. It's not really a salt. Whatever that salt, sour sugar is or whatever it is. Just starts to mess with my tongue after too long. Uh, the stuff on Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. It's just citric acid. Oh, okay. It is It is literally just citric acid. <laughs> So that's that's why it messes with your tongue, Andy, because it is you are putting acid on your tongue. That is what makes it sour. Okay. Well that that answers a lot of questions. Yes. The same is true of lemonhead. That's what makes it sour. If you look at the ingredients, it's just like citric acid. You're like, oh apparently anything that is sour, that's just acid. <laughs> Sounds about right. When you are tasting sour, I learned this from Steve Mould on, on YouTube. When you're tasting sour, you are literally just tasting protons. Anyway, we should probably mosey on over to our topics list. Speaking of nostalgia, we can hit this one pretty quickly. iPods are no more. Woo! They had... Only took like 20 years. Yep. The last iPod that was available was the iPod Touch at $200. And now, once that stock is sold out, it's out. So you can only buy iPhones. Yep. Do they still sell the iPhone that's not a phone? 
Uh, Which is I, to say that is an iPod? I think it was just the iPod Touch, was the phone okay. without the phone. So really, iPods themselves have been dead for a lot longer. Because, like, the iPod Touch wasn't really an iPod. No, it was an it was an iPhone minus the cellular components. Right. Laura calls it the iPhone-y. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So no more nanos, no more video, no more click wheel, no more... Is, I, I presume it's also the end of the, like, personal music music player that's not your phone because just put it on your phone. Yeah, pretty much. Granted... I hate doing that. I hate, you know, when I was always, when I was running, yeah. I loved having my, um, what was it, a second generation or was it a fourth? No, I think it was second generation Nano. Yep. That second generation Nano, that thing was just a beast. Had eight gigabytes of space available. You know, I could strap it to my arm. It was small and it did its job great. Yep. And now? Now I've got this big honking phone strapped to my forearm like I'm carrying a freaking Pip-Boy. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least now, you can do the wireless earbuds. Earbuds. I still miss a headphone jack. I know, that's, you know, if my earbuds would die during the middle of a run, I would be very S-O-L. upset. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm just curious, what's the longest running wireless earbuds? Longest like lasting? battery time? Yeah. Eight hours. Sony's got a pair that can run for eight hours straight. That's pretty good. Yeah, that would cover a mo- that would cover a marathon for me right there. So I'm I'm not sure your phone could stream music for eight hours straight. No, probably not. My phone overheated this weekend. I was trying to play Pokemon Go and my phone overheated Oof. and it gave me an alert that said phone temperature is too hot. Some services may be unavailable. One of the services that may be unavailable, the cellular network. That's kind of needed for Pokemon Go. Yep. The problem is my case. My case is the, like, Google Pixel 4XL case, which covers the side of the phone, because that's what a case should do. The problem is that's where the phone vents its heat. Oh. It, it tries to vent the heat out the sides as much as it can. So this case actually insulates the phone, and so it overheated. Yeah, I'm liking the case that I got for this 6. I'm hoping that this phone can, like, manage until the 7. Well, did you watch Google's I.O.? I did not! Google I.O. was this week. Yes, yes it was. Hey, look at that! They announced the Pixel 6a. Yep. Oh. But... And the Google Pixel Watch coming with Pixel 7 and 7 Pro. This fall. (sighs) I just have to make it to the fall, and then I can get a new phone with a new watch so they they had a few renders of the 7. It's got slightly different camera cutouts in the back, but it looks a whole lot like the 6. Okay. Um, But there wasn't much news on the 7. <laughs> I mean, I don't need much news on the 7. Yeah. Other than it's coming out and it'll be at least as good as the 6. Yes. That's, that's kind of my hope. Yes. The Pixel Watch, that one was, I was very, I'm sitting there going like, oh, so it's basically a Fitbit running Wear OS 3 is what I got out of it. Well, I mean, Google owns Fitbit now, don't they? Yeah. Yes. Yes, so they do. that kind of makes sense. Because I really like my Fitbit here, but there are some things with the Wear OS that were just better. So I mean, I'm... If- <laughs> Andy, I'm still running a Fitbit HR2, Charge HR2, so, like, I don't get any integration with the phone. I don't get notifications, I don't get messages, I don't have the options to do anything with it. Um, If I move enough through the day, it gives me a reward of being able to play Flappy Bird. (laughs) (laughs) And Les's toy just went off. I was going to say, that's a really loud Flappy Bird. Nope, that's Les's toy. Hang on, let me see if I can find the power button on this thing. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, it's so gross. It's wet. Oh, god damn it, dog. It's in here somewhere. It has a switch on the inside, and I just have to find it. There it is. All right, cool. Toy is off. Oh, that's gross. Ugh. Okay. So, new Pixel 7's coming out this fall. Yes. Um, some updated Pixel Buds, if, you know, talking about wireless. Yeah. Uh, there is a Pixel <laughs> tablet coming out. So, they're actually making their own Android Pixel tablet. 
Uh, they're working okay, on. Like, I don't need a tablet. Yeah, I know. I had I had the old tablet back when I had gotten the LG phone. Cause remember, I got the LG phone, an LG tablet, and a Google Home. Uh huh. You know, for the price of a phone. <laughs> Plus, I think I got like two. It was one of those like ridiculous deals. It's like I got two hundred bucks off the phone plus the free Google Home plus a tablet as well. It's just like, okay, LG, I, I will take your money. But I, the, the tablet uh, was Android 8 and even some of the um, the third party OSs were just not supporting the phone much anymore. So I, Sadness. I, yeah, I talked to the T-Mobile guys and they were like, well, it's, the line's not costing you anything. I'm like, yeah, but I, I hate having a line just sitting there open, not being used. Mm. So let's just cancel the line. <laughs> I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this tablet? And he's like, well, it's basically got no trade-in value, so uh, have fun. Yeah, throw it out. Yep. Electronic recycling. Add it to the pile. I I have several items to add to the pile for you. Yeah, I gotta hold on. I got the, I gotta get back to recycling that stuff. I mean, you want to wait till you've got like a lot of it to do it with, right? Yeah, but I've got a lot of it to do it with. Okay. I have like a whole desktop computer downstairs that I have no use for. And several monitors. I need to figure out what to do with these monitors. I could make a bunch of smart mirrors around the house. If they're, old mon- if they're old monitors, the the power supplies are just going to start going out on them. They're they're pretty old monitors. I mean, they're old enough that like I can't plug them into my current computer because they don't have the right port. Mm. They're like VGA, DVID, and like that doesn't help. Hey man, I've got the the Display Port to VGA adapters. They make them. Yeah, I've I've used Maybe them. I'll I've, use that. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you know some of those monitors. I'm like, yeah, no, that's a touchscreen monitor, and it's working a lot better than some of the newer touchscreen monitors. But it's a VGA input. <laughs> uh, so the new Pixel Seven Buds. They're just Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds, I do believe is what they are. Pixel Buds Pro. Yes. So I have Pixel Buds, and they they work fine. I'm not going to replace them with the Pro version with active noise cancellation. Yes. And they have Bluetooth multipoint, so you can connect them to two devices at one time. Ooh. So you could connect so them to I your phone. So I can listen to two phones? No, no. We'll connect it to your phone and your computer at the same time if your computer's got Bluetooth output. Oh, okay. I'm not worried about that. Okay. <laughs> I I can tell you the number of times I've connected them to my computer, and it's less than one. I've connected my computer to a PA system one time because it was easier than trying to hunt down a um, tip ring sleeve to uh, unbalanced to balanced XLR inputs because that required a whole converter box. And I'm like, I don't have... And then I'm looking like, oh, it's got Bluetooth. Well, hold on. I've got a Bluetooth dongle. <laughs> Plug it in, pair it with the PA system, and we're off to the races. I'm like, this is so much easier sometimes. <laughs> so yeah, so they're working on some Google glasses that, according to their demo, could do real-time translation during a conversation and show up on your lens. That's pretty cool. How did I miss that it was Google I.O. this week? Uh, I missed it because I was doing work and slash or dealing with uh, Megan. Let's see, this was the 11th. That was Wednesday. <laughs> what was I do- I was doing something on Wednesday. It was... Ugh. What the F? This, so, yeah. this Google, uh, Google Lens, which exists currently, but like, yeah, we'll show you ratings in real time of products you're looking at. Does this not sound like a Black Mirror episode? <laughs> yep. Like, just just a little bit. Man, that's, that's a series I need to catch up on. No, no, you don't. I don't? No, not really. Okay. I'm slowly you're catching up on... Better off watching, like, The Orville or something like that. Well, I'm catching up on Hitmonkey right now, so... Okay. Did you ever watch The Orville? Nope. Is that on Paramount, or where is that one right now? Uh, Hulu? I think the Orville is on yeah, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu, okay. Okay. I've got, I've got yeah. Hulu for a couple of months, so... Okay, well, in those couple of months, highly recommend the Orville, uh, which is the most Star Trek, non-Star Trek show out there. Yep. In fact, it is more Star Trek than some Star Treks. Okay, anything else from Google I.O.? Uh, no, but there was, speaking of uh, smart devices, Garmin has a patent out for a smartwatch. 
that okay. has a solar panel in beneath the screen. Okay. I'm trying to think how that would look. Well, um, so their their watches right now have yeah. memory in pixel displays. I don't know what that yeah. means. According to this, they are covered with a layer of photovoltaic glass that tops of the watch's battery when exposed to sunlight, um, but it can be hard to read in the sun. Um, so Garmin's patent is having an OLED display made up of subpixels, red, green, and blue, and then they plan to use tiny amounts of photovoltaic material in between the subpixels. So it's like a screen photo cell sandwich sort of thing? Yeah. Interesting. So when you're talking about subpixels, right, traditionally you think of like the three rectangles that turn the whole thing into a square. Yes. And one's red, one's green, one's blue. And those are usually touching each other. But if you rearrange them, like I know in in some uh, arrangements... Um, it's not red, green, blue. In fact, if you look at the, oh god, what's the chip called? The thing in digital cameras, which is like the opposite of the screen, right? Instead of showing the image, oh, the, it's recording um, the image. CC, CCR? Yeah, uh, a lot of those are actually like a row of red and green and then a row of blue. They're, they're in like hexagons. Okay. So like there are other ways of doing it. Now, if you put space between them, I guess if they're small enough and it's a small enough space, but then you're, the, the amount of the screen that is photovoltaic, whatever the amount in, in that one pixel, the amount of the pixel that is photovoltaic, right? That percentage is just going to apply to the whole screen. So if you make it like 10% of the space in the pixel is reserved for a pass-through for the photovoltaics, then 10% of the screen is going to be a, a photovoltaic cell. But like, I, hmm, I don't know. Does the, does the patent, does the article have an actual link to the patent? Yes. Where is it? Published in a new document together with a new drawing. There we go. The drawing just shows you a picture of a watch. <laughs> the drawing is like, part 104, photovoltaic screen. Done. Okay, claims and solution, description. Come on, there's usually, nope. An integrated energy collecting display module comprising of a base substrate, a plurality, a plurality, nope, of try again, plurality, plurality, plurality of organic electroluminescent subpixels disposed upon the base substrate in a substantially regular subpixel pattern, wherein the plurality of subpixels is displayed. <laughs> Plurality, Andy, Plur- like plural. Plural. Say the word plural. Plural. Okay. Plural. Plurality of subpixels is dispersed along with the base substrate with subpixel spacing regions between the individual subpixels within the... <laughs> Oh my god, this is ridiculous. That's photovoltaic region disposed within the subpixel spacing regions, wherein the photovoltaic region minimally obscures a subpixel viewing cone region associated with each of the subpixels. So that's how it's built, but that is a, a photovoltaic region disposed within the subpixel spacing regions, which minimally obscures a subpixel viewing cone region. Okay. So Sure. I mean, props to them. And if it works, then I could charge. I, like, there's there's a future, Andy, where if this works, you could charge your phone by just setting it on the table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's that's the idea of this. Or like having it on as a watch means it's just charging through the day. It's like those watches, the the self winding watches. Yeah. Your movement causes it to tense up and wind. Yeah. Yep. You would never need to take your watch off. Well, I can tell you this Garmin, not this Garmin, this uh, Fitbit, yeah. I only take it off to shower, and yeah. I have not once seen it below 50% battery. And I've literally <laughs> literally the only time I'm not wearing this is when you're in the shower. Is when I'm in the shower. Yeah. So there you go. Well, good for Garmin. Yeah. They're going to make a lot of money on that patent. If they can get it to work. 
It's still just a patent, so we'll see if they can actually, you know, produce. Yeah, or get other people to produce. Because, like, I could see Google going, like, we can figure that out. Let's let's just buy the rights and do it. Because, again, having a phone that you don't need to charge would be amazing. And having a watch that you don't need to charge would be amazing. Yes, yes, it would. Oh, speaking of charging... Uh, Ingenuity, our favorite little Martian helicopter. (laughs) The only Martian helicopter. Yes. You could just as easily say it as our least favorite Martian helicopter. That well, that just sounds mean. It does, because it's adorable and I love it. Yeah, the the helicopter that was only supposed to run five times has been, you know... How many times have they run it? Uh, 28 flights, I think. <laughs> Oh, man. Just imagine being in that that part of mission control where they're like, yep, ingenuity. All right, we got five flights scheduled. We'll probably get four of them. We might get the fifth. And then you finish the fifth, and you're like, we can keep going. Well, no, what was really funny, though, was the fact that when Perseverance was first, you know, in the design stages, according to people at NASA, there was actually a fight to even get Ingenuity on the ro- on the rover. Yeah, because it's like a five or ten pound helicopter. They're like, we don't That's know. a lot of extra mass. Yeah. Well. They had to make space for it. Yep. And had, you know, handle, because Ingenuity can't talk to uh, MRO. Right. So oh, it, it can't has- even reach the MRO? No, it can't. It has to, it it basically calls it back into Perseverance once a day, which was actually part of the problem. What had happened was um, uh, it had a battery issue due to the fact that we're starting to get into the winter months on Mars right now. Well, on the northern hemisphere of Mars, it's winter. Um, mm-hmm. So the ability to recharge its uh, lithium-ion batteries um, was having trouble. and low. Yeah. Yep. So on uh, May 3rd, they lost contact with the helicopter. And what they figured out was that the flight computer basically entered shutdown mode due to lack of power. And um, all of the electronics turned off to protect them from the cold, Mm -hmm. uh, including the helicopter's internal clock. And when they finally got enough power back in there, the clock had reset. So Ingenuity thought it was one time, but it actually was another. And so it tried to phone back home to Perseverance, but Perseverance wasn't listening at the time. Because it wasn't the right time. Yeah, but they had no idea what time ingenuity thought it was so they literally <laughs> they they halted activities with perseverance for a whole day to just let it listen to just listen for ingenuity to call home that was it <laughs> think, think of this we're you know in pre-planning I stages i just I'm just, I'm so amused that, like, they're like, well, shit, it's there, we know it's there, and we know it's trying to talk to us, so I guess we just stop everything and listen. Yes, so that's one of the things where it's like, you think, okay, pre-planning stages, they didn't even want the helicopter. Original mission plan was just, oh, five days, and then, yeah, we won't worry about it. And now it's like an integral part of Perseverance Missions Profile that they literally put the main... Is it, on. is it actually an, like an integral part or was it just like, we can? Well, most of the time they actually are using it to scout ahead for... Um, yeah, to avoid like sharp rocks. Yes. So they do it for route planning. They've also heard. been uh, able to take pictures of things that Perseverance can't actually get to. Like there was... Um, they dropped it into a crater at one point to uh, take pictures of some rocks at the bottom of the crater, which, that you know... I they mean, didn't... I, I'm not trying to say that, like, it doesn't have its uses or that, like, it's a bad idea to have because, like, it is very helpful. It's just really amusing. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the entire Mars mission was put on hold for 24 hours. Well, 32 hours, I think, is what a Mars day is. Um, is it 32 or is it 36? I, I don't know, but you're telling me that they have those things on a 36-hour clock and not a 24-hour clock? Uh, most of the, all the Mars mission stuff is done on a Mars day cycle. Oh, God. Yes, no, there there are stories of the actual the Mars people who are working on Perseverance. Basically, they work for like a month and then they have to like take a month off. To Just, reset their yeah. circadian rhythms? Yes. Which are all sorts of fucked up? Yeah, they, they basically, yeah, you can only work for X amount of time and then NASA says, nope, you guys have to 
go away because it will just mess with you for doing on it too long. Yeah. So yeah, so Ingen- Ingenuity had some problems, okay. but they they were able to get it back on again. But now they're going to find out if it can last through the winter because this was never part of the mission profile. So they're like, oh. They're like, we didn't design it to last through the winter. It gets real cold there. Yeah, minus 100 Fahrenheit. Yep. And Now, uh, that said, question. Yes. Ingenuity. Solar charged or yes. just finite battery? Solar nope. charged, right? Solar charged, yes. How far from the equator are they? Well, it's 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 two things. One, it's winter time, so you're going to have less daylight hours. Right. Um. Second is the dust because it's solar panels. The yeah, Martian and the dust, dust collects on them. Yeah, but. I, I presume the propellers knock a lot of that dust away. Some, I guess. Which would explain, you know, why it's lasted so long. Uh, it looks like, if I'm looking at this picture correctly, the solar panels are on top of the rotors. Really? Yes. So it's okay. like a, it's ingenuity, two, two propellers to counteract rotational stuff. Yep. And then there's a solar panel on top of that. Because I feel like... Programming ingenuity to just run south as far as it can every day. Save yourself. <laughs> Be like, look, just every day, a little bit, a little bit. Hop south, hop south charge, hop south charge, hop south charge, and then hope it can make its way back up in the summer. Yep. Or if we're making everything friggin' solar powered, maybe we should send it closer to the equator. Just a thought. I don't I don't know. They are they're gonna try and keep it as, you know, as long as possible. So we'll see. Yep. That's still adorable. I yep. love it. I love it. I love that it's done so well. And it done that's, so well is... with like off the shelf parts too. Yep, yep. And, like, that's two things that NASA has been, like, way ahead of the mission profile. Because Webb, they're looking at that and going, like, shit, we did a really good job launching this. It is going to go beyond its mission. Webb was, like, a 10-year mission, right? Yeah. And now the last thing I heard was they might be able to run it for, like, 30 years. Oh, my goodness. Right. Like, that is a lot more. It's not like, oh, we can squeeze, like, an extra month or two. No, it's, like three times the, the original length. Did you see the comparison between um, Spitzer? Spitzer? Yeah. Yes. That is just Yes, nuts. I did. Holy shit, the resolution of Web is insane. In about two more months, they said mid-July is when we should start getting the, like, full color, here's what the sky looks like. And I'm, I'm so ready for it. It's going to be amazing. Yep. Well, let's see what other news we got on here. I mean, there's something here that looks like it's from two years ago, the PS5 shortage. (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought the PS5 came out two years ago. Well, Sony uh, had to reduce... Three years ago? Was it 2019 or 2020? PS five release date November twenty twenty. So a year and a half ago. Well, according to their financial call, yeah, um, they originally estimated that they would sell twenty two point six million units next year. That was their estimate. They are cranking down the estimate to just eighteen million PS five units during the next fiscal year, and that is because. They just don't have the units to sell. Because of the constraint of components. 18 million units is what we feel very comfortable that we can get the parts and components for, he said. So yeah, they are they are cutting out from 22.6 down to 18 for their estimate for next year. That's a sixth gone? Yep, just gone. They just... Mm. Yeah, we think we can do this. Nope, not anymore. Nope, we're we're cutting it down. Mm. Yep, which they're not the only ones though. The other the other story right below that is Nintendo stating the fact that sales were down due to the fact that they couldn't get that parts for the Switch. The hardware. Yeah. Yeah. It I I feel like saying sales were down is a, is misleading. Sales like probably the same percentage. Probably like there's still demand for it. Yes. It's that the supply is down. So yeah, um, Nintendo expects net sales uh, for next year to decline 5.6% compared to the previous year. Ouch. Yep. Them's rough numbers. Yeah. You're like, look, we have a problem. 
worried. At least they're being upfront and honest about it. Going, look, we think we're going to have a problem over the next year. Yeah, we need more chips. Yep, it's really what it comes down to. We need, we need more chips. chips. We need more guacamole. We need some more. No, no, pico de gallo. Wrong kind of chips. Wrong kind of chips. Dang it, Andy! Now I want chipotle. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Laura says hungry now. I know. Damn it, Andy. Sorry. I've eaten too much today, man. I can't oh. do this. You can't make me hungry again. I had the the specialty chicken from Domino's for lunch with a side of rice pilaf. Then we went out for uh-huh. frozen custard. And then uh-huh. uh, we had Kate's uh, delayed Mother's Day dinner tonight. Which Happy was, Mother's Day to Kate. Yeah, which was uh, Urbelli's. Uh-huh. And I ordered the, I, I thought I had ordered our normal size of Irby bread, but it turns out I ordered the next time size up. There's a lot of herby bread. That is a lot of herby bread. And of course, you have to eat the herby bread while it's still hot. I had a bowl of cereal. I had a large berry smoothie. I had uh, a concrete mixer from Culver's. Those are good. I've had probably a dozen Starburst candies, two Reese's peanut butter cups. I had a bottle of Propel and a can, a small can, just, uh, what is this? Seven ounces, um, seven, 12 ounces, seven and a half ounce of Coca Cola Starlight. I had six Hebrew National hot dogs. Six hot dogs? No buns. If you get rid of the bun, if you get rid of the really buns, yes, that's, there. that, no, that's, yeah, no, I, I, I found that out in my app. Yep, yeah, so six hot dogs. Six hot dogs is not a lot of meat. It's just, it's a lot of bun when you have a hot dog. Uh, and I feel like I raided the freezer at one point today. Yeah, no, I'm literally looking at my hot dog. My hot dog that I put and lose it, it's literally half bun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, just start having hot dogs without buns. And that's what the kids do. I might as well just start joining them. Right. The bun is there for convenience when you're at a picnic. Use a plate. Oh, this what? is completely random, but there was supposed to, <laughs> they were supposed to be building a Culver's up near Manistee. Yeah. And I just, you know, I searched Culver's in Google, yeah. and Top Stories was Manistee Culver's no longer a viable product. Well, you know what? They were supposed to build a Meyer in Fitchburg. So, <laughs> fuck you. You don't get a Culver's. <laughs> oh, we've if got, we don't like, get a Meyer... You don't get a Culver's. Oh, no, we've got Culver's here in Kalamazoo. We've got plenty of Culver's here in I, Kalamazoo. But not in Manistee. No. Uh, weren't they, wasn't it going to be a Culver's where Tasty Treat was? Uh, wasn't that where they were looking for it? Next to Over by Meyer, yeah. No, I thought they were going to do it right at downtown. Uh, no. No, if I'm remembering, the Culver's was supposed to be put up by Meyer. Okay. If, hold on, let me see where, because they, t- they said where <laughs> it was purchased. But, uh, bids came in too high. Yep, 492 Parkdale Avenue. So, yes, that's up by the, uh, that's up by the casino. Okay. Oh, right, Laura's reminding me, it's not Tasty Treat. Tasty Treat is a Lake City Cadillac thing. House of Flavors is what I meant. There is a downtown delights though that's open. So there what is the an actual is downtown now downtown delights. It's 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 a uh, it's an ice cream shop now open downtown. Okay. So you know. Oh, totally. Also random. We need to figure <laughs> out logistics for. Uh, sorry, folks. You're gonna have to put up with Andy and me just kind of talking. That's kind of what the podcast is. Um, we need to figure out logistics for a turkey. Yeah, I know. I've got a, I've got a grill. I got to measure at work to make sure it's big enough. Charcoal. Yeah, well, grill. I also need to like, you know, get a turkey while I'm there. Well, yeah, I know. That's what Meyer is for. Okay, but Andy, if we buy a turkey at Meyer, it's frozen. You can, you can thaw a turkey. How long does it take to thaw a 15 to 18 pound turkey? Well, it depends on if we're doing a quick thaw or a slow thaw. Yeah, well, let's... <laughs> or we call ahead and try and order a fresh turkey. That could also be a possibility, yes. Right. That's that's my point of like we should work out just like what night do we want to do this? What plan Will ahead of time? Grill? What? I know, it's crazy. I don't think we've ever planned a dinner ahead of time for the, the trip. <laughs> Outside of somebody making restaurant reservations somewhere. Yeah. Uh bunch of Xbox stuff. Yes. So there was an outage, um twelve hours. That left Xbox owners unable to play or purchase titles over the weekend. Maybe we shouldn't go 
do an all-digital system because this is the problem. It can fail. Yes, which Whoops. is funny because the other fact is the, that Microsoft is reportedly planning on launching a cloud streaming device by summer of next year. Well, better work on your uptime, Microsoft. Hey, we're coming out with a new cloud device that's going to come out next year. On Friday, Xbox cloud service is down for 12 hours. <laughs> Oops. <sighs> yep. I just love the fact that the game was already downloaded and installed on your Xbox console. You but still you, can't play it. You still could not play it. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so they're they're coming out with a basically a Roku box that can play Xbox games. They're also talking with a TV manufacturer. Which TV manufacturer? Samsung. They're working with Samsung to actually have an Xbox game streaming app already pre-installed on the television. So I don't know if that would be a selling point. Yeah. You know, BYOC, bring your own controller and just hop into Sit the TV. Sit down and plug in. Yep. Uh, and it turns out Gotham Knights uh, is now not going to be coming out on the PS4 or Xbox One. It will be a PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC-only game. This is the next Gotham Arkham series. Yeah? Yes, the next one in the Arkham series. But without Batman, because Batman's dead? I don't know. I haven't gotten through the entire Arkham series yet. Okay, because I'm pretty sure Batman dies, and this is like Nightwing and Red Mask or something like that? No, Nightwing, Red Hood. Red Hood? Oh, come on! I was close. Red Mask, Red Hood. Well, one's a mask, the other one is a hood. Yeah, does does Red Hood wear a mask? Yes, yes, he does. It's a red Is mask. it red? <laughs> It's a red mask? Yes, it is a red mask. Okay. Just pointing that out. I know. Just, just gonna say it. Red Hood. Poor Xbox. Yep. All right, anything else you want to look at on this list? EA is getting rid of FIFA. Because FIFA wanted to charge... Did you? Did I put this one? Yeah. FIFA wanted to have their license be more than $1 billion every four years. <laughs> That's how and much EA FIFA- is like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? No. I wonder who, I, hmm, no one else is going to pick it up, right? Well, FIFA announced that going forward, it will be diversifying its game offerings as it will work with new developers and publishers. None of them actually named, though. Right. And the association. I think they realized, go ahead. The association's president said, I can assure you that the only authentic real game that has the FIFA name will be the best one available for gamers and football fans. Yeah. The constant is the FIFA name and it will remain forever and remain the best. Really? You think a logo, you think a name and a logo is going to trump EA and the actual people who put the work into the game? Yes. Yes, they do. They 100% think that, Andy. Yes. I do not doubt that for a moment that they actually think that. Yeah, no. Is it it the smart thing? No, absolutely (laughs) not. They are shooting themselves in the foot. They... (laughs) Can't believe they wanted a billion dollars every four years. I mean... We don't know what their contract was prior to that. Oh, never mind, we do, because they wanted to double the cost. Yes. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. I think FIFA got a little too greedy. So, of course, I'm EA... sure they could have actually raised the, the cost of the license. I'm sure EA would have gone with them up to a certain point. Yes, because and FIFA probably... is... Yeah, FIFA is a huge game for EA. Outside of the United States, right. it's like the number one EA Their game Their number out one there. seller. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and I, I'm, I would love to know. I would love, love to know whether or not EA counteroffered and said, "No, we aren't going to pay a billion dollars every four years, but we will, we'll, we'll meet you halfway or something, or like we'll raise it up to six hundred or uh, seven hundred thousand or seven hundred million, whatever, uh, like every four years." And like, I want to know that back and forth, whether there was any back and forth or whether EA was just like. <laughs> No. Yeah. Uh, we don't have the Derby on our list of topics, by the way. Oh, um, no, because I had forgotten the Derby was even a thing. Yep. Well, it is. it was a thing last week when we recorded, because we yes. recorded on Saturday, and it would have been the first Saturday of May. This is now the second Saturday of May. Um, but yeah, did you did you hear about the Derby? Yes, and the uh, the come from behind, come out of nowhere, come out of the middle of the pack 
like listening to... I mean, middle to- of the pack, so this horse that won, Rich Strike, wasn't even supposed to run. Oh, really? Another, he was, he was number 21. Another horse dropped out or like couldn't run. And so Rich Strike was next in line and got that last spot. So starting on the outside spot at 80 to 1 odds. And I mean, credit to the jockey, uh who really understood how to to race that race like held back held back got into the middle of the pack and then got really lucky and just had this opening form in front of him where he's like oh my horse is still relatively rested meanwhile these two in the front have been running all out the entire time go and just like yeah it, I, I watched it from two different angles and it was very impressive from what I read, though, he's the, not in the Belmont, though. Yeah, uh, the Preakness. He's he's. I don't know if he's going to do the Belmont, but he is definitely not doing the Preakness. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty big deal because it means that immediately there's no Triple Crown this year. Yeah, but they they weren't planning on running in the Derby. <laughs> they had a bunch of other races lined up, and so they didn't want to run in the Preakness. Because they had, like, so many other races that they wanted to get the horse to. So the winner of the Kentucky Derby this year is not running the Preakness. No word yet from what I've seen whether or not he's doing the Belmont. Uh, no, he, uh, uh, he's, his original plan was to skip the Preakness and focus on the Belmont. Yeah. So are they going to run the Belmont? Yes, they are going to run the Belmont. That was the original okay. plan. They said... Obviously, with our tremendous effort and win, it's very, very tempting to alter our course and run the Preakness, which would be a great honor for all our group. However, after much discussion and consideration with my trainer and a few others, we are going to stay with our plan of what's best for the horse is what's best for our group. Good for them. What's best for the horse. I appreciate it. Especially given that the jockey has been um, suspended in Ohio for hitting the horse too hard with the whip. So, didn't know that was what's best for the horse. Yes, what's best for the horse. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, My review? Yes, it is your review. I drank Coca-Cola Starlight Limited Edition. Welcome to the club. Yeah, thank you. That was, what, episode 716. Was when we we discussed it. And you drank it then? Yes. Okay, but you didn't review it. You just drank it. No, because I I don't know. I just drink this stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember the flavor? It tasted very berry. Interesting. So when I first cracked it open and took a sip, it tasted like Coca-Cola. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, it's Coke in, in fancy packaging, but like, it's Coke. So what the hell? And then I did something silly, which is I took like a huge swig of it. Like, just let it fill my mouth. And the flavor finally came through to a point where I could identify it. I know what flavor it is, Andy. It's cotton candy. Oh, I can see that. Coca-Cola Starlight is Coca-Cola cotton candy. And I like once I've got that, I'm like, oh, so it's Coca-Cola with sugar. <laughs> like it's Coca-Cola with more sweet. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like sweet. Um, I don't know. It's I had given it to um, two people at work. I, I had I had three bottles of it, and uh, one of them does a um, a food blog and podcast for the website and for the station. So it's like, hey, here's content for you. And I'm trying. Oh, because it, it would be on my old phone because I got a new phone since that came out. Shoot, I don't have a history of that conversation in front of me. But he he uh, talked about what he thought it tasted like too. Well, get him another bottle and ask him after he has it whether it tastes like cotton candy. No, no, I'm going to have to hunt down another bottle of it again. I'll hunt down yeah. one of those small cans. That's that's what I've got, the seven and a half ounce cans. Yeah. It tastes like cotton candy, but like not actual cotton candy. It tastes like the artificial flavor of cotton candy. Yeah, I could see some of that artificial, it's not cherry, but like an artificial no. berry. Yeah, artificial cotton candy. Yeah. Now, here's the other question for you. Are you interested in going for the Coke Zero Pixel? The what? Coke Pixel. Is this a, like, 
co-branding with Google? No. Uh, actually, it was originally shown in Fortnite, I think. Past. Hard pass. <clears throat> Zero sugar bite soda called Pixel. Hard pass. Yeah, no, I, I'm like, oh, this would be interesting. And I'm like, oh, zero sugar. Plus, I you have to buy it online? Yeah. Nope. So, other than that, like, it's, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to buy this again, the Coke Starlight. Yeah. But, like, if it were put in front of me, I probably wouldn't turn it down. It's just not to get out of your, you know, you're not going to go out of your way. No, it's, it's, it is a little sweet. Yeah, no, that's, like that's little... the one thing I remember about it is it was, it was sweet. It was almost Pepsi sweet. It's a it's a bit sweet because it's goddamn cotton candy. I believe that brings us to the random topic. Yes. Sorry, I'm getting the link for the starlight to put on the thing there. A random topic rolled ahead of time. How much will it cost to place an ad on one of Andy's <laughs> radio stations for RA podcast? And the answer is, I honestly don't know. That is not part of my could, job. But, like, but do you think we could get, like, the friends and family discount? Well, I there mean, are... I know it's going to depend on which station, on yes. what time of day, during yes. what program. Yes, there, there, like... are, there are, you know, some stations are more expensive than others. You know, it also depends on what time of the day. Yeah. You know, are we trying to focus it on a specific time of day? I don't know. Um, Do, does your does your marketing department know like the demographics of the listeners of the different stations at the different time of day, so that we could target people with certain interests and likes and age groups? Sort of. But not probably not as good as Facebook. No, unfortunately, yes. That's the because radio is a one-way communication. Right. I mean, TCP, which is the backbone of the internet, is inherently a two-way conversation. Yes. You know, TCP radio IP. Yes. So radio, they they do the diaries, which you know about. I've done them. Twice. I know. That's what. It's really know. fun saying I listen to NPR on the way to work from eight to eight thirty every day. That's it. Yep. They stop sending me the diaries. Um, so yeah, no, they, they ask for our markets. There are two diaries done, one in the spring, one in the fall. The fall one, uh, I think goes up to the first week of December. It starts to get some of the, um, Christmas music in there. So there are some stations that go heavy on the Christmas music and that actually boosts their ratings for the, the fall and winter. Um, WKZO, our AM station that's been around for almost a hundred years now. Um, always used to have better uh, ratings during Tigers season because we were the main carrier of the Tigers for Southwest Michigan. So you could actually watch, you know, if the Tigers were doing good, our ratings went up. When the Tigers started to tank over the last couple of years, Your nobody was, dropped. yeah, ratings dropped. Um, so there, there are some rough numbers that you can, we can give people if they wanted to buy advertising, but yes, no, it's not on the same level as the, the Facebook advertising and that sort of stuff. Okay. So now, the, the, the caveat is the fact now that we're doing online streaming, so we yeah. can get some numbers from that. Um, we're going into a lot more heavier, um, using the streaming numbers as, uh, geo, geo targeting stuff. Right. So if I I'm going to do I'm going to do something weird, Andy. I'm going to put 50 bucks on the table. If we can get an ad aired on any of your stations for 50 bucks, I'll pay for it. What I could do is I could make an ad and <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking like I have access to all of this. <laughs> you could just slip it in. So we could do it for $0, but the possibility of Andy losing his job. Yes. There is that possibility of, yes, I could <laughs> stick it in there. I did that actually with, um, we were changing formats on one of the stations. We were going from, uh, alternative music to, well, one time we went from alternative to country. And the last song that I played was actually Johnny Cash covering a Nine Inch Nails song. Her, yes. It's a good which, song. That, yeah, it's a good song. And that is literally the perfect transition song if you're going from alternative to country. Yeah. Yeah. That, I suppose so. Yeah, so I set that one up perfectly. There was another time there where um, we were dropping the alternative station here in Kalamazoo and going to just a variety of hits. So I picked every single song that I thought, you know, had just a little um, uh, closing time, uh, end of the world, uh, forget you, um, black 
Black September, I think. No, Black Parade. Black Hole Sun. Yeah, Black Hole Sun, Black Parade. Just all the songs that I could find in there that were either about, like, leaving or closing or black or death. Closing time? Yeah, I think I, it was either closing time or it was the end of the world as we know it was the last song. I put I put those on there because I didn't know. I, we were coming out of a football game, so I didn't know where in the log we were going to come back. So I couldn't uh-huh. time it out exactly. So I just threw a couple of those at the end. They're going, <laughs> okay, one of these would be a good, you know, final song. Because, you know, the, the PD's like, well, shoot, you know. They, you know I'm, not, I'm not program director anymore, so I don't care what happens. You know, as long as you, <laughs> as long as you, I'm, I'm staying in format you know i'm pulling stuff from our music library i'm just you know my last little hurrah before it switched over to something else yeah so i have that access yes i could do it for zero dollars but you know high degree of chance of me getting fired fired yeah so maybe maybe we don't do that but i will put my my 50 bucks down i don't even know if we could get a thing for 50 bucks maybe i figure like it wouldn't be a regular thing right like it's it's gonna be a slot maybe a 15 second spot in the middle of the Two night. in the morning. Yeah, something like that. And coming from you. That's that's the other thing I'm banking on, that like they'll be like, yeah, sure. Here's our rate. We'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But yeah, no, I honestly, I don't know. I, I know we've got cards out there that give rates and, you know, stuff for each of the stations and day parts and all that other stuff there, but that's it's not my job to make money. It's my job. It's your job to spend money. It's my job to spend the money. That's great. I love that. That's a good way of, of thinking about it. Yeah, it's like, I spend the money, so we have a product mm. that you can go out and sell. But I need you to sell so you can get me money so I can make a better product. Yeah. 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 No, there's there's been plenty of those meetings every once in a while. Going, yep, no, just to remind you, you know. <laughs> I spend your money. Yeah. I spend your money. Yep. And on that economic note, I feel like uh, that's a wrap. 50 bucks, man, on the table. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.com. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.